Hello, everybody. This is P. Norman Grant with Slim Jim and another edition of The Grapefruit Agenda, where we analyze, summarize, scrutinize, and criticize what might be called the news here on the Treasure Coast, the state of Florida, and around the country. Some people call it the fake news. So we'll see if it's fake or not. So why grapefruit? Well, we're sweet on conservatism and sour on liberalism. Today's episode is called What is Fair? Fair, grapefruiters, just happens to be the biggest immigration reform group on our side of the issue. The Federation of American Immigration Reform. So I went to the convention a couple of weeks ago. This is like an election hangover. I was so bummed after the, the election. I had to go to Disneyland. So near Disneyland, they got us a hotel. The fair people did. I guess they're on tour, the FAR group on tour. They had some great guests there. But we were, I could see Mickey Mouse within sight of my hotel room. You know, the Mickey Mouse, when you go to Mickey, Mickey Land now, it says, hello, everybody, no more ladies and gentlemen. So we know Disneyland is woke. So does Ron DeSantis. So there's a lot of wokeness out there. I think part of the woke also is to allow anybody to come into the country who wants to come in. Like our friend, Mr. Schumer. Mr. Schumer, the head of the Senate, said we have a declining birth rate. So to grant a path to citizenship for 11 million illegal immigrants is what we should do. He said, the only way we're going to have a great future in America is if we welcome and embrace immigrants and all of them. Because our ultimate goal is to help the dreamers. I'm starting to laugh in the middle of the Slim Jim. All of them, all, all of them. I mean, how many immigrants could there be out there? How many immigrants can emigrate? From around the the globe, the I think the, I think the globe I think the globe hit three mil, billion. So yeah. can we put three billion? I mean, we're watching uh, watching Yellowstone lately. They have a lot of room in Montana. Maybe we could do. put them there. So Schumer continues because our ultimate goal is to help the dreamers, but get a path to citizenship for all eleven million or however many undocumented immigrants there might be. Great for this. This is the head of the United States Senate, and we couldn't get rid of him in this last election. So even though conservatives express shock at Schumer's ridiculous argument, he says we're not replacing enough people by our own birth race. He says that women would rather have high heels than baby booties. So I guess he may, may be right there. But let's handle it from a different direction. And this is what FAIR is all about. However, when you look at FAIR and Wikipedia, that's the lefty's favorite dictionary, it says FAIR is a hate group. According to the Southern Poverty Law Center, who never saw a Republican it didn't hate, FAIR is a hate group, quote, with close ties to white supremacist groups. So when you go to these socialist websites, like the SPLC, the Southern Poverty Law Center, you want to see their hates. They have a target. They have a map, the hate, the hate map. They, call it, they actually call it the hate map because all of these hate groups, it, could, it includes Catholic churches and Baptist churches who, who are pro-life. These are some of the hate groups that they call white supremacist groups. So when the SPLC or the ACLU or the NAACP or the Democratic National Committee calls the fair group a white supremacist group or a hate group, I felt right at home because <laughs> I know where this is coming from. So we gathered on a Saturday afternoon. Actually, the night before, we had a nice uh, cocktail party. We met some people from Massachusetts and New York and Tennessee. 
many from Florida, but uh, people came from all over the East Coast. Now, they must have eight or ten of these conventions a year, but this is especially uh, well-timed. I mean, it was just after the midterms, but it is for really pointing to the next 24. That's what we're talking about. So they had some people. They were uh, ex-Rangers, Texas Rangers. They had some ex-Border Patrol people. And a couple of them were on video. So live on video was a guy named Art Del Cueto. He was a naturalized American after being born in Mexico. But he showed some unbelievable stuff on his podcast. He does some recording down on the, he calls it the border, but his podcast is called The Green Line, which is sort of parallel to the green zone in Iraq. Remember the green zone was where everything was defended. It was safe, yeah. So he's talking about the green line, and he shows pictures of the video he took along the border and below the border. So gang versus gang activity with militia fortresses. They showed forts, big tents, big dug-in places where they had uh, weapons, huge weapons. So in his uh, truly frightening reports, we could see the gangs were well-organized. They were mini-fortresses. And there, were, there was one scene I couldn't believe. After, after he said that he's recorded and he's, and he's uh, informed well about the, the countries, there are over 160 countries, and these people that come in are claiming asylum. He says only 7% of these people have valid asylum claims. Most of them are just being trafficked by these militias. These are the gangs. So he says that these people are, have so much money involved, $3 billion dollars, they say $3 billion a year, to these cartels. And he says these, these militias and these cartels are so well armed that they can bomb each other. He actually showed a video. I don't know how he got it. It was a, either a, a plane or a helicopter sending drone bombs, drone bombs bombing the, the adversaries of some of these gangs was gang against gang with bombs. Most instructive, though, is his is um, disagreement with the word immigrant. We, we've gone over this before. These people are not immigrants. In fact, they're not migrants. Migrants go from one place to another and they leave. Just like we talked about uh, Cesar Chavez in California 50 years ago. They had the farm workers' unions. These people were farm workers legit. They had green cards. They were able to work. And they moved on. These people coming into the country now, they're illegal aliens, Artel Cueto called them illegal aliens. Let's not mix up the definitions, okay? So it's a different definition in Wikipedia as FAIR is an anti-immigrant group. This is what FAIR is, an anti-immigrant group. Art says, no, it's an illegal alien, illegal alien, anti-illegal alien. That's the program. Another guy came from um, Mexico, too. He's a Mexican-American. His name was Ben Berkman. We saw him standing right in front of the Maricopa Courthouse, where they're supposedly counting votes. Now, this is a week, a week after the election was over. They're still counting votes. So Ben was there as a reporter. He reports for Real America's Voice. And you can see him on some cable TV shows. And his cable TV show is called Law and Border. So he reports on, on the border and also how uninterested ICE has become. ICE, ICE has become a a welcoming mat. It's become a welcoming mat for these people instead of someone who would resist. The ICE people are just doing paperwork and making paper planes, paper plates. They're feeding the people. 
They're not at the border turning them around. So when these people were counting at the courthouse, he, he was standing in front of them, and the Arizona flags were flying, and they had people on horseback. They had protesters outside the building. What were they protesting? Protesting what? Arizona? I mean, it's amazing. I saw people with Venezuelan flags. They showed a people with Venezuelan flags coming through the border. Just yesterday, I saw another one. I think it was from Colombia. And the Border Patrol were just staring them down. They let them come through with their flags. So Ben Berkwam, standing in front of the Maricopa County Courthouse, he was interested in telling us about the, the effects of these people coming over here, the gotaways, the people that ICE is just not chasing. So when the, when the uh, coyotes, they used to be called coyotes, now they're bigger, when the cartels traffic these people across the border, they've got backpacks on. They all have backpacks. What's in the backpack? Fentanyl. And other drugs. Fentanyl, we're going to hear about this later. Fentanyl is the poison that these people are paid to take across the border. That's 90% males now. These seems to me, Jim, these guys coming across the border. Single males. They look like they're a, uh, an exiled army. Mm-hmm. I mean, they look like they could just camp down, get some weapons, and I don't know what they would do. Or raid the courthouse. But uh, they didn't have any fight down in Ecuador. There was no civil war in Honduras. So I don't know what all these males are doing here. It used to be when under Obama they had the kids and the, and the women. This is more of a male self-exile. And they're coming this way. They're getting fed. They're getting, mil- they're getting medical care. They're getting education for the kids that, that when they come. So it's interesting that this guy, Ben Berkwam, with his Law and Border show, showed, again, the results of these people who come and throw their ID and the, as soon as they pass the river, they throw their ID away. They don't want to be known by anybody. They want to be traced. They don't want to be sent back. They don't want to remain in Mexico, as Trump solidly did when he first got there. First day that, that Biden was in, in uh, office, he rescinded the, the Executive Action 42, the Remain in Mexico Act. First thing. So here's Ben saying this is the result. What's the result? Well, he goes over to Texas. He shows us a video from Texas. And this morgue that they have with hundreds of bodies in the morgue of these people who don't make it. Either they don't pay up. Maybe they don't pay up. It could be. could be a cartel saying, you know, you, you don't leave it on the payments. Yeah. And they find them in the river. Or they refuse to do what the cartels ask them to do because they're now indentured servants. They are indentured servants. And if you don't do the right thing, these guys will cut you. They will make your fingers go away. And that's what happened. We saw these people in the morgue and they're trying to re- hydrate them. I rehydrate the fingers so they could identify them through fingerprints. Very hard to do. And you see these grisly pictures. So thousands of people, thousands of people dying at this border and nearby. Another interesting shot of Lukeville, Arizona, right across from Lukeville, Arizona. He was talking about the invasion shops. He showed video of the invasion shops. It's like a little mini mall where you can buy anything you want to cross the border. They can have, uh, you can have your camouflage bags. You got your, they call them crossover shoes. They have big, huge displays, outdoor equipment of all kinds. Like you see Christmas tree farms here. Mm-hmm. Well, there you've got your invasion shops and they're ready to go, making lots of money on people who want to come across. Could be more for the mules than the people coming. I mean, maybe they don't have enough money left if they pay the, the cartels. Maybe you mentioned, uh, what's the name of Venezuela's President. Is that Maduro? Maduro. Yeah. Yeah, I mentioned Maduro, you get a 10% discount. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so 
he's showing the he's showing the morgue and these people that cross and a lot of women I just not a lot of women we see lately but Ben said a third of all women who are trafficked are raped and their age doesn't matter age doesn't matter we'll talk about Tom Homer what he saw a little later but he says that these people from homeland security are now creating homeland terrorism because it's not secure it's completely the opposite 180 degrees of being secure. It's a bad joke. You know, when you consider the amount of money that we're giving to the border of Ukraine, it's a perverse joke, not just bad. It's a perverse joke. We would rather graciously donate to Ukraine's border than defend our own. It has a lot to do with these NGOs and non-governmental organizations. These are the cover. The show's the cover because the federal government is really behind this. I didn't believe this at first. In fact, a couple of months ago, we did one on the helpers, who's enabling the illegals. But we see it's the federal government. So we know one was the Catholic Charities. There are 80 or 90, and we could go through a bunch of them. But Catholic Charities is a big one that's being sponsored by the HHS, Homeland Security. But one right here in our town, the Unitarian Universalist Church, was mentioned by Ben. He said, these people are key contributors to the safe landing of these people. The NGOs. Got to bring down the NGOs that helped us out. Tom Homan. Remember big Tom Homan? You see him on Fox News all the time. He was there. The ex-ice head. He, shows, he was there with his constant scowl. He's always got a scowl on. I shook hands with him. He's got a bigger. Slim Jim's got a big hand. See this hand? He's got a bigger hand than that. Big, big uh, tree branches for an arms. He had a paw. So he was scowling. And why should he be happy as he related these horrors at the border? He said, when Trump was in power, the border hit a 40-year low in illegal crossings. Deaths were down, and there was no such thing as migrant camps on our side of the border. So as again, he said, the first day of Biden, he's continually jumping on Biden. The first day of Biden, as I wrote this, mispresidency, was to shut down the stay in Mexico executive action, stop the wall, and call off the ice dogs. This is what Biden did. This past year, he said 1,400 illegals died trying to cross. Thus, the morgue scenes that Mr. Berkwam showed us. He started tearing up, uh, tearing up when talking about a family from Africa whose very young daughter was raped by cartels when they couldn't pay up. These are the people that they found later in the river. They're from Kenya. These people from Kenya. And he repeated the sentiments of Bill Barr, who said the fentanyl deaths, this is where Tom really said he was pissed off. A lot of these guys said they were pissed off. And he was pissed off. Bill, Bill Barr said that these deaths, 100,000 deaths at the border over the last three years, he said these are wartime numbers. In quotation, these are wartime numbers. So the magic phrase was, again, they're pissed off. And he had a good message. Tom had a good message. He says, no jobs. Don't give these people jobs. No amnesty. There is no amnesty. He says, slow the flow. No jobs, no amnesty. That's what you have to do. Tom Holman, former race director. A little bit more revealing was a woman from Massachusetts. This is really something. She had a petition somewhere in Massachusetts, Brainford and Brainsford. She had a, a petition and referendum to stop illegals from getting driver's licenses. Sounds like a pretty reasonable thing to do. So she was out there raising money to get her petition and referendum on the ballot, and she saw people protesting her. 
There are people out there hating on her. The, the dummy Dems were out there. And she became disheartened. They were out there in her face saying she, she was accosted and threatened, called a racist for raising money, gathering signatures, and contacting her reps in town. She became a little famous. She had some letters to the editor. These people were in her face as she was sitting down with a, with a uh, table trying to collect money at these money raisers. She said, a federal immigration judge from upstate New York told us how he was let go soon after the scoundrels snuck Biden in. He exposed the burgeoning bills being allotted to immigration attorneys. This is another guy who showed right after she did. The immigration attorneys got big bucks for representing unvetted, no ID, flotsam and jetsam from who knows where on the taxpayer's dime. Bye-bye, judge. So they fired the judge for calling attention to the illegals. They took him off the bench. The woman tried to get the referendum and petition done. She she had stuff thrown at her. The referendum and petition was defeated. These people are so anti-America. I would say anti-America. They're trying to water down America. And if they want more illegals here, for what purpose? Just to build the Democratic Party? Do they want to save the whole world? As Schumer says, 11 million or so, however many there are. It's crazy. But I sat next to the sheriff from Bristol, Massachusetts. This is really crazy. He felt the lash, the lash of the left. After 25 years as sheriff of the county, and many years before that as a street cop, this guy's name was Tom Hodgen. He lost his final election last week. The Democrats in Massachusetts just had enough of this guy because he was calling, blowing the whistle on the illegals that he didn't have enough people to handle. He had such a small force in his town that he couldn't handle all the people coming in. And he just called it federal laxity. It was lax, the lax federal. He probably had some other words for it, too. He was pissed off. So he would jail people, and he showed a picture of a guy in a car dragging a man through the town. The guy was dragging a man with his motorcycle for not paying his methamphetamine bills. Mm. But Mr. The sheriff, the sheriff, now he's a sheriff, he could only hold him for 12 hours And ICE was supposed to come to get him, but they don't do that. So whatever felony, you commit violent felony in Massachusetts, you can hold them for 12 hours, and then you'll have to let them go with whatever ID they have. ICE was not coming to claim him. Hodgson was pissed off. And at the borders are Mayorkas, too. So this may be one of the things that we get on first is to investigate Mayorkas, impeach Mayorkas, because he says the border is open. So the political picture grew. An ex-DEA agent from New York City, now he's got his handle on the whole chain of supply. So he's naming the China-Mexico connection as the source of murdering 100,000 people. His name is Derek Maltz. And he says, China delivers the chemicals to Mexican labs, overdosing college students, young athletes, future teachers, many unsuspecting adults. As a matter of fact, the lady who came up after him told us that she had a daughter that went to a party, took one pill, and she died. That was it. One day. He said that she was coming up next, but he, he was pissed off. Director of Special Ops out of New York City. He said 295 people die a day from fentanyl overdose. Let me say that again, grapefruiters. 295 people a day die from a pill that is manufactured in Mexico with the chemicals from China. Do we get this? So the director, Dan Stein, came to wrap things up. You know, 
Just a, just a second, though. As this lady was telling about her daughter taking one pill and dying, we could see during the course of two days that there was some convention. It was a festival going on. All these kids were going in and out of the, the, the lobby. And some of these were scantily dressed teenagers, like 15 years old. I mean, you could see a lot of buttocks going through the doorway. And some of these guys were dressed up and I, as fairies, literally as fairies. They're fairies. It was, a, it was a fairy convention. Well, it's Disneyland. So the two days, I found out later, two days of the Electric Daisy Concert Festival. And so these are the people who were vulnerable to what the woman was just saying. Her daughter went to a party. I think it was in, in Florida. I think it was West Palm. Went to a party in West Palm. Never came back alive. So it wasn't a fun day, <clears throat> but it really <clears throat> it lit some fuses. Their tour around the country must have some influence to wake Americans out of this slumber. We sleep on this invasion. This is an invasion, people. We ignore the overdoses. We don't look at the crime being imported. He said, a retort might be, this is Dan Stein, the head of FAIR. So he said, well, what do you mean we? We're not doing anything. We're not doing enough. So we said, we need to investigate. Speak out, write, and contact your representatives, even if they are Demings, Christ, or Shudder, Fetterman supporters. What are we going to do? Send letters of support. One thing he said was to call your people who are on your side. Call your call your sheriffs. Call your representatives and say thank you for the work. Thank you for the attention on this problem, because we de- we need to see that the fentanyl slow down. It has a result coming from the border, and the border's sources are Mexico and China. So it was a fair day, not a fun day, but it was a fair day at the fair convention. So whenever you get a chance, grapefruiters, maybe you can squeeze in another grapefruit agenda. This is P. Norman Graham with Slim Jim.